of the Seasonal Bounty podcast into what is good for you and yours in the Victorian food marketplace this coming week. Now those of you who look at my Instagram page will see that I popped down to Queen Victoria Market this Friday to get this report for you. First place I called into was to have a chat to Robert at Twinkleberries Fruit and Vegetables which is in Shed Eye of the market, down the main aisle, near where it turns off to the um, the meat section. He's right near the turn off there. So go and see Robert, because Robert is, is one of those reasons that I really do treasure going to a market. He's just a very approachable, nice person who enjoys interacting with people and, and does it very well. And you can tell just by looking at his face, he's a very open-faced, honest guy, so it's cool. Now, some of the things he had down there were real interest for us right now at this time. Here we are into the fourth week of winter, and they were three things of soup, soup, and soup. You get so many things to help you out with soup. It's brilliant. First thing he had was uh, he had orange and purple sweet potatoes for just $3.80 a kilo, which is always good as a... My little harp on last week. But he had Jaffa and butternut pumpkins for 85 cents a kilogram. Which you'd be a bit out of your mind not to go and get those because that is an insanely good price. Especially for ones that, as I mentioned last week, you can roast them whole. The second thing he had that was great for soups was broccoli and cauliflower. So broccoli and cauliflower has been in high demand last period and in low supply so the price has been up but he had both broccoli and cauliflower for $1.95 and he had three different colors of cauliflowers he had cream he had yellow and he had purple okay now I'm told there's no difference in the flavor but that's um it's always good to have a different mixture of colors there to make it visually more interesting for people to eat now the other thing he had a plenty and this is something I want you to think about putting into soups is lots of leafy green vegetables so while he had lots of spinach he also had lots of kale and lots of silver beet now some people do object to kale because they find it a bit stringy especially the stems I think it, the best way to, to eat that would be to to slice it up fairly thinly and put it into a um, soup such as a, um, a pumpkin or a sweet potato soup with the kale would be lovely, actually. And the third thing he had for a soup was beetroots. Again, three different colours of beetroots. A red beetroot, a yellow beetroot, and a normal purple beetroot. Now, I bring you a bit of food medicine about beetroot from 
but it's not really food medicine, more just grandma food medicine from my darling grandma Vita Howdle, a very seasonal eater who introduced me to the concept of seasonal eating, who would always say, oh, beetroot is good for the blood. Now, having a closer look at it, I think the two things it contains that are good for your blood, it contains a good dose of iron, but also a good amount of um, vitamin K, which activates the iron and uses it in your blood, so that's good news. Two, I wanted to quickly touch on garlic, because there was apparently, this is a recently freshly picked local garlic coming from Coldstream, that while it wasn't exactly a large garlic it did seem to have a good scent i wasn't able to pull it open and crunch one but it did seem to be reasonably well scented i'm told very well flavored as well so that's good news that there is fresh local garlic available the other thing that he had that i hadn't seen to this point yet is chives so chives everyone might know as spring onions so those little green rings of lightly onion flavored you often get in a soup or a stir fry, or actually they're really well used in salads as well, actually. So they're really, just think of them as onion light. So they got a little bit of that very light um, onion flavoring, but a nice, easily chewed and digested green. You don't have to cook them necessarily to eat them, not at all. Okay, so let's move across to the seafood section where we will head on down to Queen Victoria Market Seafood and have a chat to Costa. Here is an example of um, the food cycle at work. Now the food cycle at work obviously is creation, distribution, sale, consumption and then back into it again. Okay, but there is one thing that is really missing obviously from this when you go to the queen victoria market and that is you there is so little foot traffic it is absurd in this very good open ventilated space covid safe shopping center you could have kicked a football down the main aisle and no one would have marked it so I was like, this is not right at all but they cannot fight back like a Coles or Woolworths can with a million dollar advertising campaign. They just have to do what they do in the in the food cycle and turn it up to 11. And their job as they see it is to supply you with the best quality produce, produce in a timely fashion at good prices. So what he was doing was $10 auction plates. Now these auction plates, you have a look at them, you go, man, that's two fillets of rockling as well as... um a prawn or two and um, some other bits and pieces. That's not, that's a hell of a lot more than a $10 piece of plate of seafood. And that's the idea of calling them auction plates. You can pay what you want, but at $10 he will accept. But if you think it's a $20 or a $15 plate, you feel you pay what you think it's worth, totally fine. And just remember that if he is selling them at $10, you've only got to have a look at it to know he is not, he is not making money from selling them at $10. He's just trying to make sure that he keeps that cycle moving, which is really tough one for the seafood guys because their produce is so limited in life that it just has to move quickly. Otherwise, to throw it out, you just doubly lose money. So at least if you can sell it at a ridiculously low price, you still got money flowing into the equation, which is far better than just flowing into the bin. So I would highly recommend you... Look, I don't want to push everyone to go to the market 
every week. That is not at all what I'm here to do because that might not be convenient or possible for you. It just happens that for me, that is what I want to do so that I can bring you this report every week. Uh, but if each of us was to go to the market once a year, that would keep everybody happy, yourself included. And can I strongly recommend that this weekend is the weekend for you to go to Queen Victoria Market this year with some absolutely exceptional seafood pricing and some really interesting vegetables for you to be able to cook up a whole very diverse, fulfilling range of food at uh, very good prices and, as always, the highest quality produce available in Melbourne. So please play your part in the food cycle, and which is to buy, enjoy and to benefit from it. And uh, let's make sure that our market stallholders are able to continue with their part in that cycle. So until next week, keep smiling, stay fresh and um, speak to you then. Thank you kindly. Bounty of the season, get it into you.